When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Oof. That was a brutal, brutal way to lose a football game. We will be your Vikings therapist here on Vikings Ventline Purple Daily YouTube channel. Presented by Quick Trip. This is the most fan-friendly, interactive show in all of Minnesota sports. Vikings Ventline. Uh, where we turn the show over to you guys to express your thoughts on what you saw in the game. And the Vikings looked like they had this thing in the bag. They were driving. They were up by, what, eight points. They're cruising. They, they're they're running the ball for almost 200 yards in this game. And Alexander Madison fumbles. And then the momentum just went right into the hands of the Denver Broncos. If you'd like to get on the show, send a request to vikingsventline at gmail.com. We'll get to as many of you as we can here. Keep it clean. Okay, I know you guys are probably pissed off tonight, but uh, don't get us fired is our only real request. So, Judd, we'll start with you, man. Just uh, your quick thoughts on the Vikings losing that game in the final minutes and the final seconds at Denver. Unfortunately, that loss was set up in a large way by by the fact that um, the odds are monumentally against you winning any type of sporting event including a football game, if you turn the ball over three times. And so, um, you know, the defense time and time again stood strong. Uh, I I believe the Broncos at the end of the day turned those three turnovers into only nine points. Uh, But the Vikings ultimately were too sloppy. Um, It's a shame because the fake punt was a lot of fun and it appeared to be absolutely a key play but uh in many ways unfortunately you know what the vikings got what they deserved here they got what they did deserved their own sloppiness and what i thought was a very questionable game from koc bit them in the ass at the end and i can't say i'm completely shocked by that yeah yeah it just felt like self-implosion like they they self-destructed a few times and it was unfortunate because it looked like the vikings should have had that game in the bag and they kind of just shot themselves in the foot yeah, I mean, uh, seventeen to nine. You're driving down, and it just Denver felt cooked, man. Like that, they're they're just they're checking down on every play. I think Denver was like zero for six or zero for seven on third downs at that point in the game. You're running it right down their throats, and you're marching into field goal range. You're either going to take a twenty to nine lead that puts the game away, just with the way it felt at that time, or uh, or maybe a twenty four to nine lead and leave no doubt. So I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm putting a lot of emphasis on that Madison fumble, sort of just changing the entire feel of that game. Joshua Dobbs, okay, we've got a three-game sample size of he's a little bit of a turnover machine here. He needs to calm down. 
Now, the first turnover was an illegal tackle that the refs did not call. I think almost anybody taking a full-on spear to the chest slash ball would probably have that ball pop loose. So, but yeah, man, like you can't you can't go on the road and have three turnovers to their zero turnovers. That that was the only like the Vikings were dominating this game up until that Madison fumble, and then the Broncos got some juice. But if you don't turn the ball over like that, you probably win this game by double digits. But here the Broncos are. The Broncos have now turned the ball over. Uh, like their defense has turned the opposing teams over. I think it's twelve times in their last yeah. three games. So, yeah, two of the two of these three, though, in, in my opinion, self inflicted completely. Chandler. So Chandler sort of whiffed on the block on the Dobbs pick. Dobbs gets hit, throws a pick. Okay, that's a nice play. But the first one, what's that? I, I mean, I'm all for creativity. But oh, TJ, I love but, I love that on, play call. But on third and one, on third and one, you're going to snap it to Hawkinson, who's going to hand it to Dobbs. That means you just don't trust your run game. And the Madison fumble is just a, a terrible fumble. That's not an excusable fumble. Yeah. So I don't know. We, we'll have plenty more thoughts here. Uh, we'll give our hottest takes tomorrow too for our Monday morning live stream. But looks like we got a few people trickling in here. We'll get to as many of you as possible over the next hour. Vikings lose the first time that we don't even know how to cope with losses anymore. It's the first time they've lost in like a month and a half. Uh, so Dex, who's first out of the gate here on Vikings vent line? I, I think Aiden's at the stadium here. Aiden. Yeah, I, I am. Can you guys hear me? I don't know yeah, man. You're in Denver right now. I am. Yeah. I'm from Utah. Um, yeah, I hear my parents live in Colorado. I listen to you guys every day. Um, you guys are awesome. Yeah, man, I think just the, uh, the fumble from Madison killed it. Just the energy shifted in here. I mean, we had a full-blown Viking scorch in the going on here multiple times. Like, on every down, there's, you know, a guy standing up. He's getting kicked out. Someone else will start up the next scorch. And then as soon as, I mean, that Madison fumble, I mean, I was up pretty high. You could see it flying there. There's just no excuse for that. Um, and then for Kelsey to continue running the ball and not just, you know, find someone else to run the ball, um, pretty inexcusable for me. Um, but it was a great game overall, and it was fun to watch until the end. So. Yeah, hey, Aiden, the audio's cutting out a little bit, but we pre- anyone who's at the, the stadiums, we love when you guys join the show here. Let's keep it rocking here on Vikings Vent Line. Got a bunch of people here looking for therapy. Who's next? Uh, let's go to Steven from Arizona. Steven, what's up, man? You're on Vent Line. Hey, guys. Good to see you guys again. Hey, man. Hey, uh, frustrating watching that, but, uh, you know, being in the Arizona network, um, obviously I saw a lot of Dobbs earlier in the season and, uh, he might not be the future for, for Minnesota, but I think it really shows you why we need to move forward with, a with a mobile agile quarterback like that going forward. If, if not, you know, I know we keep talking about maybe we can get cousins back on a discount. Heck maybe, uh, maybe Dobbs is our, our bridge guy going into the next couple seasons. And, uh, you know, at this point, we're kind of playing with house money. So, you know, hey, maybe we get a better draft pick. Maybe we don't. But uh, I, I'm excited to see what KOC does with him with the rest of the year. I agree that turnovers continue to be an issue, and they continue to bite us in the butt and letting teams back in the game when we uh, really shouldn't be doing that. Um, I really thought we'd see more of Ty Chandler and not Madison after last week. Um, and I thought for sure we were going to end up uh, – benching Madison after that fumble, but they kept sticking him back out there. And even after Chandler's getting you big plays like that uh, fake punt, which was awesome to see. We've been asking for that all season from KOC. So I look at that as a positive, but uh, Hey, moving forward, you know, I'm excited that this team's been able to, to kind of make the most out of what they've got. And um, you know, Dobbs has kind of shown that he could be that transition guy moving forward. 
maybe that frees up some money to sign the big guys that we want to build long term with Derisaw and Daniil Hunter and Jefferson. So let's keep it moving. Um, at this point, playoff picture is looking pretty for us. We got two big games at the end of the year for Detroit. Let's see uh, what KOC can tighten up going into uh, next week. School Vites. All right, Stephen, thank you. Hey, real quick on Stephen's first point, you guys. Do you feel like Josh Dobbs' stock went up, down, or stayed even after that performance tonight? Stayed about the same. Yeah. I I mean, he he did a lot of good things until the the end. I guess I have one question for the the coaching staff and the entire offense. What was that last drive? The incompetence of that last drive was um, not really excusable. I mean, you've got to have a plan there, and their plan, and we've seen them move the ball there before, too. Their plan was panic. Well, I think Collinsworth nailed it, that if you haven't been practicing, really, like at all with this team throughout the offseason, they're running, they're running two-minute stuff throughout OTAs and mini camps and training camps it's hard for anyone to come in and just like run a two minute drill and, and come in, know, know where all the routes are supposed to be, like all the protections. Yeah. I'm not trying to make an excuse, but like, I was going to say, it's, H- a re- Hawkins- it's a reason for why it looks chaotic is because Josh Dobbs hasn't practiced that much with the team. Yeah. Hawk's got to catch a, a couple of those balls. And it, what concerned me came to pass, which is against the Falcons. They ran it quickly because they weren't trying to be too creative with their playbook in this one, it looked like they were like, okay, Josh Dobbs has been here for two weeks. Let's run, let's run these plays. It's like, no, nah, this is not how you're going to do it, guys. You got to move and Hawkinson dropping two passes. You got to catch one of those dude. Actually, I actually think that dropping those passes was better for the Vikings. Cause if he, ca- if he catches those for like six yards and the clock Especially runs the second one, the second yeah, drop, like, like if he, if he catches that ball, it doesn't do anything. Like I actually preferred him to drop that second. The first one I'm kind of with you, Judd, he's probably got to haul that one in, but the second yeah. one, especially like the, I'd the like catch to wouldn't see. have done much of anything to be honest. Yeah. I'd like to see you catch the ball when it's thrown your way. Look at Judd's laying the hammer down on Hawkins. I'd like to Dude, see those, catch d- those defenders were knocking passes out too. Like I'd like to see the quarterback throw a pass that's like meaningful in that situation. Three, you got oh, three yeah. timeouts, man. Like throw they the ball didn't 15 drive the ball yards down the field. They didn't drive the ball downfield tonight much at all. If yeah. at all. Yep. And Denver's probably, you know, I, there's no Justin Jefferson and, and Denver probably knows, Hey, we can kind of sit back here and nobody weird. else is going to beat us. All right, let's keep rocking here on Vikings vent line. Who's next. Uh, let's go to Keith next year on vent line. Keith, what's up? You got us. Yeah, I got you. You guys can hear me. Uh, Keith's a little crackly there. Let's try it one more time. Let's try instead. Uh, we'll try Kendall here in the meantime. Hey, Kendall. What's up? You're on that line. Hey, sorry, Kendall, you got to turn your TV down. We'll come back to you. Turn your TV down or your audio down. Let's try somebody else. All right, let's 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 go to Chad here on Ventline. Hey, Chad, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Let me just lay into KOC here. And Sportsdad kind of took the word right out of my mouth. Incompetent. The most incompetent last three minutes of a football game I've ever seen. We're in the red zone, and we're handing it off three straight times. And also, can someone tell KOC that someone other than Alexander Madison actually exists on this football team? We got Ty Chandler just shoving it down the defense's throw and it's Madison, 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 fumble, Madison, Madison, Madison. Bench him already. He does nothing for this football team. Okay, Chad, thank you for coming on Thanks, here. Chad. I don't think you can call Kevin O'Connell incompetent. Okay, I understand that we're emotional here. They he just lost night. a close game, but like he incompetent? Night. He's not competent. He, he had a bad game. 
What the were like, what were like the, the two or three things that you feel like I'll, I'll gotta, give you I'll give you Mad- Madison should not be getting the lion's share of the carries. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that one. You've got to have the threat of you in the first half of that game. You have to establish the threat that the ball can go down the field. He failed. He failed to 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 open up things to the max. You've got to actually I mean, you've got yes, Jefferson's out, but Jordan Addison is playing. He is a downfield threat. O'Connell, he is not incompetent. That is way too strong. P.J. Fleck might be incompetent. Um, Kevin O'Connell had, had a bad night. It's that simple. Jordan Addison was blanketed the whole night. Right, but you've got to create. You, Get you open, actually dude, have like, to take. Well, not right, but you've got to take some shots. That, that's, that's coaching, too. I mean, I look calling. at this tonight until the last drive. Again, the offense. This is like this is deja vu, man. This is the first three games of the season where I was fighting you guys, saying no, that you guys mm-hmm. are like ready to. This is a garbage team. They, dude, these guys went for six yards of play tonight, three hundred eighty-five yards of total offense. Were they with their fourth quarterback on the depth chart? Mm-hmm. I mean, like to say that Kevin O'Connell is incompetent if you're caller I'm Chad. I'm with you. I agree. He's they not turn the ball over three times. If they don't we're, turn the ball over, we're singing everyone's praises again. Right. But two of those were preventable. The first one, what, whether you like the play or not, going on third and one in, in, in minus territory, like that's a red zone play. That's not a play at your own 30. That's a bad play. Um, but dude, if they convert that, if he cuts if, up and gets 10 yards, you get, you're going to come on the pie chart of praise, a, which is yours tomorrow, and you're going to give a slice for creativity. Third and one, give the ball to the running back or have Dobbs sneak it. It's third and one. That's a bad play call. And the second one was he he was banging his head against the wall again tonight to the tune of 18 carries to give Madison the ball. And guess what he did? He dropped it. That's on he him. Did, he did average, by the way, four and a half yards a carry. He carried the ball well until he dropped it. And Ty I agree. Chandler, In general, I agree. And Ty but Chandler, I feel like people are lashing out. Yards. The turnover is the biggest thing for Madison. He actually ran the ball pretty well tonight. He had some right, big but the, gashes tonight. But as we talked about on, on our Saturday show, the Denver Broncos are a terrible defensive team in stopping the run. Ty Chandler is your explosive player. And I know that both of these guys aren't perfect, but I'm just saying Kevin O'Connell, Phil, I'm with you completely. Incompetent is com- not even close. He is very competent. I don't think he had a great night. That's I agree, all. Judd, too. Cowardly punt in the first half. Like, he he made some mistakes tonight, in my weird. opinion, that cost the game. Yeah, I, 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 the I'm with Judd. He's, he's a, I love him, but he had a bad yeah, game tonight. He had a bad game tonight. But he's a very good coach. Yeah, I'm not. Like yeah, incompetent is not. That, that That's being mad. You're mad. I understand that. Okay, let's keep rocking here. Vikings vent line on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. All right, let's we'll try Keith again here. Keith, what's up, dude? You're on Ventline. Hey, what's going on? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we got yes. you now, Keith. Perfect. All right. Yeah, so you guys made the point right when you brought me on the first time about Dobbs, about some of his passes. And my issue with Dobbs and why you can't use him, especially going long term, I'd rather get Hall back in, is because you see a lot of his passes were up and away, and guys had to go up and get them. So, Judd, I think you're a bit wrong where you're talking about Hawkinson should have made some of those catches because a lot of them were up in the air We had to jump. And it's giving the defender time to come and recover and knock those balls away. So I think you have to get a guy that's better moving the ball down the field. And I also think that that was the issue with this game besides the turnovers, not being able to throw the ball down the field. And that's what will stop our offense. 
and they did the same thing last game. Like when it's in critical moments when you need to move the ball down the field to get points on the board, we're not getting them with Dobbs. We're only getting those ones where we're getting plays down the field, using short passes, screens, big runs. But we got to be able to throw the ball down the field. We have the weapons to do it. Let's make it happen. It will be interesting to see, and thank you, Keith. Good stuff, man. Thank you. What this all looks like when Justin Jefferson comes back, because that's the other thing it's like. All right, well, they, they, they can't get the ball down the field. Well, Justin Jefferson is is the guy to throw the ball down the field to. Anyone else is sort of, you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole in some ways. Let's keep it rocking here, Declan. Who's next? All right, let's try Kendall again. Hey, Kendall, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey, so apparently flags don't fly against Denver in the high altitude. Because <laughs> uh, apparently you can hit out of bounds and you can, you know, hit the quarterback right in the chest, leading with your helmet. Like just my husband joked that I ran out of my swear words for the week during this game. <laughs> my dog may or may not have climbed onto my chest to try to calm me down. It was, it was exhausting watching this game. Like you put Madison back in. It was just one thing after another. Although one thing I will say, I was on a year ago. And I complained about Ed Donatel and his defense. And we would have lost this game by much more had it not been for Brian Flores. Yeah, Brian Flores. I thought Brian Flores was incredible tonight. And thank you, Kendall, for you made it through. Hopefully the Vikings don't uh, spike your anxiety too much more the rest of the year. But, like, dude, I know that they at the end of the game, they give up the jump ball in the end zone and the Broncos wind up pulling it off. But I don't know about you guys. I thought... Brian Flores was brilliant for the majority of tonight calling that game. Fantastic night. Joan Williams, who was signed by the Bears off the Vikings practice squad, was gone and came back, played extensively. Yeah. Anthony Barr was playing. Barr was out he there. Got, yeah. He got plays from all those guys. Yes. Yep. He's been nothing short of phenomenal. Yep. Uh, by the way, uh, if your dog is helping to calm your football anxiety after this frustrating game, you can reward your dog like we do with Nutrisource Treats, Nutrisource Pet Foods, the official sponsor in terms of uh, pet foods of Purple Daily and uh, Vikings Ventline. Maya Mackey was mostly just napping during that game. She doesn't like field goal fest, so she just pretty much conked out. But um, yeah, Nutrisource is the official place for our dogs to chow down, guys. Stella came came in here briefly, looked at the score thought the Vikings have this in, in the bag and left. And I said, Stella, the only thing that you have in the bag is right there. You're training reward streets. The game is never in the bag. And I hope the Vinster knows that Declan. Same thing. No, he kind of, he took the Maya Mackey playbook. He just said, uh, you know, all these yeah, goals, I've had a long weekend. I'm going to conk out here. I'm going to conk out it's way past my bedtime. NutrisourcePetFoods.com, NutrisourcePetFoods.com for human food and gasoline. Tell the audience about Quick Trip. I saw Judd made a little Quick Trip stop earlier today on this Sunday. That's exactly right. was on the road, and guess what? When I'm traveling, I like to stop at one place, and that is Quick Trip. That's because I can pick up everything, including a delicious crew of coffee there, or I can allow Quick Trip to make me, or more importantly, you, a winner. In the Vikings opening drive contest, purchase any pothole pizza or 20-ounce Pepsi-Cola product with quick rewards to enter. Purchase both products together with quick rewards. Receive 10 bonus entries. One weekly winner will receive a $10 gift card for every yard gained during the Vikings opening drive. And if the Vikings get a field goal on that drive, the winner will earn an additional $500 quick trip gift card. If the Vikings score a touchdown on the opening drive, 
The winner will earn an additional $1,000 Quick Trip gift card. Weekly winners have a chance to win up to $2,000 in Quick Trip gift cards. And all weekly winners will also be entered for a chance to win a grand prize, a pair of 2024-25 Viking season tickets, free fuel for a year from Quick Trip, a total value of $5,500. It's this simple. Just go to quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes, quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for details. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Man, I'm reading some, reading some of these comments. You guys, Zombie Nation says uh, in the YouTube comment section, Minnesota's offense looked like bleep. KOC needs to give up play calling and give up his love affair, and then it cuts off there. Like, you're watching that game tonight with a quarterback that's been here for two weeks. The Vikings put up 400 yards of offense on the road, and KOC needs to give up play calling. Let's calm down a little. It's a bad loss. Let's like take one deep breath here. This team just rattled off five straight wins, two of them with Jaron Hall and Josh Dobbs at quarterback. Okay. Just, you know what? It's going to be okay. I think we should have, uh, have a treaty and the exchange back off. KOC can call plays. Is he perfect? No. Is anyone perfect? No. But the trade-off is this. Alexander Madison can never again have more carries than Ty Chandler. That is something we can agree on. 100%. That's a fair trade. How about that for a treaty? That's I'm I will I will reach across the the line and shake your hand. We've <laughs> disagreed on much. some things here tonight, but yes, yeah, dude, it's there I is a we'll noticeable gap in burst when it comes to those two guys, and so I do 100 percent agree with you. Uh, let's keep it rocking here, Declan. Who's next on Ventline? Uh, let's go to Derek next. Derek, what's up, dude? You're on Ventline. Hey guys, long time listener. Um, big Minnesota Vikings fan from, I was born in Minnesota, so for years and years, uh, love listening to you guys. But my take, man, Ty Chandler's a dog. He is incredible. Man, you look at that fourth and four play for a punt. He could have took it out to a house. He had one cut. He could have took it to the house. So that's my one fault on him. I think if he beefs up in the offseason, he's a top 10 running back next season easily. My second point, where was KJ Osborne tonight? Where in the heck was he? Couldn't find him anywhere. It's obvious that Josh Dobbs cannot make those big tight window throws. You saw a few to Noel in the in the red zone. Like he's maybe a five out of ten if Kirk's a ten out of ten with those close window throws. And man, with KOC, the thing is, Andy Reid's not playing to lose ball. Like he he's not playing at the end of the game. KOC is calling plays, just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball to not lose a lot. Like Mike Zimmer did last the last few seasons we had him right to not lose the game. When really, let's play to win with or without Josh Dobbs. Let him go out there and make some big plays down the stretch. So I'd like to take your take on the whole KJ Osborne thing. Where the heck was that guy tonight? All right, Derek, thanks for jumping in. KJ Osborne, yeah, kind of just, I don't know. The guy got also like knocked out cold on a football field two weeks ago. So. I got I to gotta be honest, and, and I appreciate the call, like good, some good points there. But I think if we're talking about where was KJ Osborne, we're missing the the bigger picture of the loss like KJ Osborne's wide receiver three ish. That's just who he is. Like, I, I don't think he should ever be the now, now if he drops passes, then yeah, let's talk about him. 
But I think when we're wondering why he's not incorporated more. Yeah, he's not like a I, huge I'm okay weapon. with not yeah. talking about that. Yeah, Brandon Powell has become kind of K.J. Osborne in some yeah. ways. So he got three catches, 30 yards. K.J. also he, he's a guy. Like, he's, he's a jag. He's a jag, yeah. Or and slightly he's a nice above guy. a jag. He's a nice jag. He's, he's a nice fine. jag. He's fine. Exactly, exactly. Uh, on, the, see, on the Andy Reid, like, Andy Reid calls plays aggressively to win games. And I will fill in the second part of that because he has the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't yeah. think I let's it's been super fun. The last couple of weeks with Dobbs, he's been on five teams in two years. I don't think any of us have crowned him like the quarterback of the Vikings future. We've had some fun discussions about, boy, if he keeps playing this way, you know, do you entertain some sort of a one or two year thing? Right. But like at the end of the day, Joshua Dobbs is a backup quarterback that's starting for your team right now. And so I understand why Kevin O'Connell isn't going to just like let him sling it around the lot here. All right, let's go light the sky with Joshua Dobbs. That's not who he is. If he was, he probably wouldn't have been on five teams in two years. Is he dynamic and fun to watch? Does he bring a different element than Kirk Cousins that makes it harder to defend? Yes. Does he keep plays alive in a, in a more exciting way than Kirk Cousins? Yes. Is he a guy that you should just lean on to end a game on the road necessarily? You're in a tough spot. You can't just like let him sit. And by the way, on that final drive, I think you saw on that two minute drill why you don't just like let him drop back and throw the ball a bunch of times well, against the defense that's pressuring. Like, that's you got to be problem. careful. Yeah, he, he definitely, t- tonight was the first time, because I don't think I saw this uh, in the last game against the Saints. Tonight was the first time I've seen him play where it looked like they were trying to make him more quarterback than, than dude that can just run and improvise. Um, the Oliver touchdown play was phenomenal. Like that, that's a play where Kirk gets sacked and it's done. And he kept that play alive. He like ducked through a sack and made yeah. a great play. Uh, but you know, again, tonight, I think we sort of saw this is the danger of saying, Oh, he's a quarterback is who can do this and that it felt like when they were like, you need to drop back and find your, your receivers that there were more times tonight where I've seen him panic than the first two games he played. Yeah. All right, let's keep it rocking here. Vikings event line, Purple Daily YouTube channel, late into this Sunday night. Let's go to Cody next year. Cody, what's up, dude? You're on event line. Hey, Cody. What's up, guys? First time uh, caller, longtime listener. And, uh, boy, I tell you, I think a lot of Vikings fans are are pretty uh, pretty off the rocker right now. I mean, you have a, a quarterback you got two weeks ago. You have a, a patchwork for an offensive line that they haven't addressed over and over and over again. You have a defense that is made out of um, essentially, you know, Ivan Pace Jr. You know, they got him as an undrafted free agent. Uh, You have no elite cornerbacks. You don't have an island guy out there. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy that that we're winning some games, that we're in games. Because, you know, Kirk Cousin blows his Achilles out. And everybody was like, well, season's over. It's done. Pack it up. Don't even watch it. Cancel my subscription to YouTube TV uh, NFL Pass. I just think uh, people need to calm down, chill out, and just enjoy what we're this small little magic carpet ride that we are on. The offense is potent. I mean, we're on wide receiver two. Addison trying to be a Jefferson type of guy. Osborne gets knocked out cold. Brandon Powell, they picked up late. Uh, I'm a Florida fan. Um, I actually cover them on my YouTube channel and, uh, you know, they picked up late. He's kind of a gadget guy, um, and, and there's just Madison's not the guy. 
So you're you're working with a bunch of guys that that they didn't even think were one going to be on the team or two were going to be main contributors to this offense. It just shows you how good KOC is. Um, you just pray. You pray you can keep the defensive coordinator and he doesn't get a head coaching job somewhere uh, because the defense is very, very good. If he can just have one more draft class, um, we can get a couple pieces on the O-line maybe this draft class. I think I think we're in the hunt. We're, we're Co- right there. Cody, thanks for jumping on, man. We appreciate your, your thoughts, bringing some optimism, bringing some level-headedness. Who's next on Vikings Vent Line? Uh, let's go to, is it Deno? Dino. Dino. How you guys doing? What's up, man? Well, I got some positives and I got some negatives. Hey, we're losing your... Let's put Dino back in the uh, green room here. We're kind of losing your audio. Dino, if you could just find a spot, post up, and keep your microphone close by. We'll get back to you. Uh, let's go to Adam. I think Adam's leaving uh, Denver right now. I am. How's it going, guys? What's going? What's the vibe out there right now? Well, you know, a lot of I'm honestly surprised how many Viking fans are here. It is freaking crazy how much purple is in the stands. I don't know if you guys saw it, but maybe I don't know, maybe a third to like forty percent, at least half is what this lady just said for the stadium. But you know, the game was so freaking frustrating. We all, I feel, we all knew a turnover loss game from Dobbs was coming. And it finally came, but hell, three turnovers. We only lost by a point. Our defense held super freaking strong most of that game. And I I just wonder what would have happened if Kirk and JJ were here. <laughs> the people behind you are hilarious, man. <laughs> Some guys are showing good vibes, though, so that's good. Yeah. So you're saying if Kirk and JJ were healthy, this game was would have been different? Is that what you're saying? I, I think I think it could have been. I mean, I'll take Kirk any day over Dobbs, and Dobbs has been fun. But Kirk, there's a reason Kirk's our starter, and as you said, Josh Dobbs been on five teams in two years, three years, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, Adam, I, thanks for thanks for checking in from the stadium, man. We appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it looked like even on TV, it looked like there was a decent amount of purple there, and the Vikings also like we've had vent line guests from Colorado all the time, so there's definitely like a nice contingency of. Vikings fans down there too. Yeah. Vikings fans are great. I mean, they, they travel now, I, I think way more than during my, my days on the beat, they travel, but not like this. Vegas is going to be almost nothing but purple. I think. Yeah. Oh, those, Ra- those Raider fans have felt a little bit of a resurgence. They almost beat Miami today too. You know, they're yeah, starting to get a little, a little more bit. excited about their, yeah. their team. I don't know how many organic Vegas Raiders fans there are, though. They're kind of coming in from, like, parts of California from the last 25 years. Exactly. So we'll see. All right, let's keep it rocking here, this therapy session. Vikings lose their first game in, like, a month and a half tonight to Denver in dramatic fashion. All right, let's try Dino again here on Bentline. Hey, Dino. Hey, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we're good now. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I got a few positives and a few negatives that might have some better light things. Maybe. Hey, Dino, are you? Think, I don't know if he's like covering up his audio. microphone or what. This is kind of, kind of yeah. weird audio there from Dino. Let's keep uh, in here. the meantime, let's go to Taylor next year on Bentline. Taylor, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Taylor. Cool. My voice is kind of gone. I'm driving to my hotel from the game. Wow. Um, hey, I did want. 
I wanted to start off by saying I've been listening to you guys for three years, and I know everyone says this, but you really are a blessing to my life. I drive a lot for work, and I look forward to listening to you every day. I know it's your job, of course. It might get mundane at times, but it really does make a difference in my life. So I wanted to start by saying that. Taylor, Thank it definitely you. does not get mundane, and we always appreciate uh, when when people say things like that because it it is uh, yeah. So I would say the only thing is sometimes it's like the three of us just talking to each other, and then we put episodes out, and it is sure. cool to put faces to the audience and know oh, there's like a real human being that listens to us. It's great. Yes. Hey, I'm a real person, and I'm listening. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask. I have a couple of points that I wanted to make. I wanted to ask. Okay, so. Judd, when you guys, when you shout out to Quick Trip, and I, th- and I think you pronounce it, I thought it was pronounced caribou, like the animal, a caribou. Is no, that what ca- you're referring to? You say caribou, caribou coffee? Caribou is a, is a coffee brand and store that's, uh-huh. I think, based here. Yeah. Okay. Caruba coffee is what Quick Trip carries. It's, it's different. Okay. I see. So it's yeah, a different coffee. I, I'm not. I'm not from Minneapolis, but my dad was born in Shakopee, so we've been huge Vikings fans yeah. my whole life. So when I fly, Caribou's are huge here. Nice. Okay. Hey. So yeah, just a couple points. I'm sorry for taking so long. Um, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but freaking Ty Chandler's burst. I don't know how much more clear it needs to be. Ah, uh, we're losing. We're losing oh, Taylor. Um, we're losing Taylor, but I think we got we got the compliments. <laughs> We and got the, the correct strength. pronunciation of the coffee, and then and we the got coffee. his Ty Chandler point. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, yeah, there's no comparison in the burst between the two. Yeah. And what's amazing is, and, and, and you know, he's a second-year player, so he, he has the ability to get better throughout his second year. But during training camp, I mean, you saw it. You were out there every day. I saw it at a few practices. He struggled in pass protection, and that was a huge reason why he wasn't getting more playing time. And then tonight in the first half, dude steps up, picks up a linebacker and gives Josh Dobbs a clear lane to can't remember mm-hmm. who he completed the pass to, but it was like a 25 yard Powell. gain or something to Powell. It was yeah. a nice play. It was a really nice play by both of them. So like, you know, I don't know if you can trust Ty Chandler to pick up some blitzes once in a while, it just doesn't really make sense to keep him on the bench as much as they have been. Yeah. So, all right, let's keep it rocking here on Vikings vent line. All right, let's go to Dave. Dave, what's up, dude? You're on vent line. Gentlemen, how we doing? What's going on, man? Not much, not much, just loving life. Uh, I got three points for you. I got macro view, KOC, he's going to be fine. Micro view, he lost to Peyton. Oh, Viking fans don't like John Peyton. Anyways, um, so many backups. So many backups out there. I know another caller already hit on it. Lastly, <laughs> um, I know Madison is under contract for next year. And I'm old enough to remember actual Ragnar, like the human version. Yeah. I'm wondering, I mean, he's got the look here. He's great with people. Um, Let's get him signed up. Let's go. Yeah. I think he's onto something here, man. I think Dave, although the reason why the human version of Ragnar wound up parting ways is because he played hardball with a contract. And the Vikings are like, no, man. Yeah. He's won like 20 grand a game, and they're yeah. like, what? He's actually from my neck of the woods, too. Um, grew up actually with my dad, so I actually yeah. know the guy. But, yeah, played hardball, lost. But you know what? I'm just saying, Madison's already under contract, so there ain't no hardball to be played. I think Dave, Dave's on to something. That last caller, 
you know what? He hit the nail on the head. I drive a lot. Love you guys. Keep it up. Awesome, thank man. You. Dave, thank, thank you for you. the kind of words. We appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, just Matt, how, what if you just swap their workloads? Okay. I, so instead, I, so yeah. 28 <laughs> carries tonight. Madison got 18. Chandler got 10. How about you just flip-flop that? Would that be so hard going forward? It's weird, though, because if, it feels like now the fumble crystallizes it a lot because it, it was such a huge point in that game. But it feels like we've been having this conversation for almost the entire season. That's yeah. what's weird about it. Like, at what point and, – and, like, Akers was starting to carry the ball more, but it's not like he came in, overtook Madison, and now it's like, well, Chandler's not good enough to play that. That's what's sort of weird about it. Of, of all the things from, again, a macro version that KOC does right, because he does a lot of things right, this is just a weird one. Now, I will say this, all right? If if I wanted to play troll here, I would take the 31-yard fake punt off because, you know, like that was a, it was like a schemed play. Now, Ty Chandler gets more yards than Alex Madison does on that play, but let's take right. the 31-yard schemed fake punt surprise play out. Ty Chandler, 10 carries then for 42 yards at 4.2 yards per carry. Madison, 4.5 yards per carry, 18 carries. So I don't know that tonight, like the, the I keep focusing on the fumble because like, dude, that's he's dropped five passes this year and now he has two official fumbles. But I think he had one that was like an, there was like a penalty on the play or something in the first yeah. couple of games. It's so, just weird. It was one of his, it's funny because it was one of his better running games of the, it was probably his best game as a running back running the ball of the whole season. And then he just muddies it up with that dumb fumble. But the really weird thing is, again, and this has been a weekly occurrence, when you watch Madison and Chandler carry the ball, one puts his foot in the ground and explodes and one plods. That's what's, that's what's maddening about it. And I know that they're going to say Alexander is a more complete player, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay. But at some point in time, Chandler's explosive ability should be used more. Now on the fake pun, it was, but like that to me emboldens me to say, okay, find out more. And the guy can catch some passes too. Yeah, he caught That's four weird. passes, four passes yep. tonight for uh, 37 yards, had that 19-yard gain that was almost a first down, very close. Uh, all right, let's keep rocking here, Declan, Vikings, Ventline. All right, let's go to East Coast, Chris, one of our regulars. Nice. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, man, good to see oh, you again. Good to see you guys, too. Sorry, normally I, I'm, like, muted when I come in, so I'm just trying to make sure I did it right this time. <laughs> yeah, you're good, you're good. What would you think? Guys, this is what I want to say, and I don't know if you guys already said this. Are E-L-A-X. Relax. Everybody relax. We lost by you, one Chris. point in Denver. In Denver. This was a game, like, first of all, for the last six games. We're 5-1 and one in six games. That's amazing. That's great. Josh Dobbs was fine. He threw one interception, fumbled a pass. How many times have we seen Kirk Cousins throw picks? And let me tell you this, um, Josh Jobs threw the pick at the beginning of the game. After that, he did fine. He played well enough to win the game. Yes, there were some crazy fumbles. There were some crazy turnovers. It has happened before with this team, especially this year. But look at the schedule. Like, we play the Bears, and then the Bengals, and then the Packers, and then the Raiders. You don't think we're going to be able to run off four straight wins? And then all this talk, oh, KOC didn't know what he was doing. Okay, guys, guess what? Teams lose sometimes, sometimes. And this is going to be a surprise to some people. 
Coaches have bad games. It happens. It especially happens when your coach has only been your coach for two seasons. Two seasons. The team is playing fine. They're going to be okay. And you know, keep people keep saying like, "Oh, Josh Dobbs. Oh man, he just fell apart today. Oh, the the shoe with the the slipper's falling off." Oh, just like Case Keenum. Do you remember what happened when Case Keenum's slipper fell off? <laughs> it was the NFC Championship game in Philly. We lost thirty-eight to seven. That's what happened. We didn't lose twenty. You know, you, you know, uh, we didn't say anything about Patrick Mahomes when they lost a couple of weeks ago. I think they what they only scored like nine points in Denver. Denver scored twenty-four. Denver's on a hot streak. Oh, okay, it, it's fine. But people need to chill out. We're ready to fire the coach. We're ready to put Josh Dobbs back at, as, as the third stringer. People, oh, well, Nick Mullins, I don't know. Maybe we should start. I, I have seen a lot of, like, Jaron Hall needs to start next right, week. Right, Jaron Hall. Uh, so oh, oh, we told you. Kirk didn't start. This is what was going to happen. Did you see some of the plays that Josh was able to make tonight? Did you see what he was able to do with his legs, the strength that he had? Yes, he is not as accurate as Kirk Cousins. Yes, he is a backup, and he's able to make up for those things with his, his athleticism. The defense was outstanding tonight. Cortland yeah. Sutton is a dude. Sutton is a dude. He's going to make those kinds of catches at the end. Russell Wilson has been doing this for his entire career. Of course he was going to drive down the field at the end of the game. That's how he's made his money. But the defense was fine. The offense, yeah, it needs a little work. I still don't know why Madison is starting. I feel like we all feel the same way about that. But we just need to chill out and breathe for a second. Look at the big picture. They showed you tonight. If we lost the game, they told us we still had an 80% chance of making the playoffs. 80%. Yeah. Cuz it's an it, it, it the oh last three games by the way, East Coast Chris just bravo dude. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And I'm with you on Dobbs, but it's an AFC pre- game. But but be prepared. The Cousins fans are coming back strong off the, this game and you're going to have to tune them out. Look, I'm I mean, just saying Cousins Cousins also had if you want, you want to talk about like I'm not comparing nighttime it. road like primetime games. I'm, I think we've seen a lot of bad cousins throughout but, the years, right? But you, so. but you know, at the first sign of Dobbs showing anything that's not that's not damn near perfection, like Boy. what Chris was talking about, is coming back. Nothing proves your point as a cousins fanatic like dunking on people that are having fun watching a journeyman quarterback on his fifth team in two years. If that's the mm-hmm. bar saying, see, my guy's better than that, then, all right, congratulations, I guess. <laughs> and I cool. think there's frustration. I think there's frustration about the running backs. I think there's fr- frustration about some of the decisions tonight. I don't think, I'm not seeing a ton of mass Dobbs sucks now dumping on Dobbs so like unless and it's going to come from a certain faction but my point is like let's just see this play out for Dobbs I'm not putting Nick Mullins in who was the backup tonight next week against the Bears Um, I think there's definitely some I, I think I think there's frustration that's justified I think there's some talking points that are justified but this should not turn into a should Dobbs start now Dobbs showed you enough that Dobbs deserves to get the opportunity to continue to start. And I don't think that's a conversation right now, two or three bad games. Then yeah, let's talk about it. But tonight I don't put tonight on Dobbs. I'm not sure about you guys. I do not put tonight on Josh Dobbs. Dex, were you going to say something? I was, I was just going to say that like, honestly, screw the cousins crusaders. If they want to come back with that, like that, that, that ship has passed. Like Kirk cousins is out for the season. 
There's 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 nothing you can say that's going to make him magically appear. And if you want to dunk on that, go like weirdly enough, go dunk on that. The Vikings quarterback right now is Josh Dobbs. And maybe in a pinch, if things get really more wonky or if he gets injured, you got Jaron Hall. Like, I don't really want to hear any Cousins hater trying to dunk on someone when this team is still six and four in the driver's seat. To now, make Cousins, the ha- Cousins haters aren't dunking on anybody. You mean Cousins Crusaders? Cousins Crusaders. Okay. Cousins but Crusaders I'm not to, a- to come in, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not sure about you you guys. I'm not seeing a ton of, of that, nor do I think we should see that. There's, there's, there's people in every corner of the world that yeah. are going to. Absolutely. I mean, I, now do I watch some of the, like that last drive? Do I think the KOC version of Kirk Cousins executes a better? Well, let me put it this way. Maybe this is maybe this is my uh, hottest take that I'm blowing right now before tomorrow morning show. Mm-hmm. Do I think Kirk Cousins leads the Vikings to field goal range and gives Greg Joseph a chance to win it? Yes. I think I think okay. Here we go. Uh, Kirk's Achilles is magically healed. You have a minute three and three timeouts, and there's altitude, so you really only need to go like 35 yards. I think is where they kind of put that marker. Kirk Cousins balls in your hand. Three, four years ago, the Mike Zimmer tension, sort of more nervous version of Kirk in those situations. Like this, that was like before fourth quarter comeback. Kirk came along last year. Kevin O'Connell's version of Kirk, quiet mind Kirk. I think Kirk leads them to field goal range, and then then the game's on Greg Joseph's watch at that point. It's on his leg. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so maybe I, I actually side with the Cousins Crusaders is what I'm saying. That's right. Except Kirk would have won that game tonight. That's what except you don't get that that uh, Josh Oliver touchdown with Kirk because he gets sacked on that play, and you probably have to um, – that ends up with a field goal. So, Correct. like, that's that's the trade off. Yeah, and it's hard to go back and say, all right, let's tra- let's let's do it. Yeah. Let's do the let's trade off for like the last three, three games and see kind of where the chips fall. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you guys are still hanging out with us here for this late night therapy session, thank you. Please click the like button and the subscribe button on this Purple Daily YouTube channel so we can continue to grow this awesome community of Vikings fans. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die here on Purple Daily. Uh, they're still definitely in the playoff hunt, so we shall see. Declan, who's next? Let's go to Sean uh, next year on Bentline. Hey, Sean, what's up? How are you guys doing? Can you guys hear me or no? Yeah, we got yep. you, Sean. All right, beautiful. Uh, I just want to start off with KOC. Uh, man, the play calling in the second half, it's, get, it's getting rough. I mean, I feel like these past two games, obviously, but I feel like over the last two seasons, it's been like first half, fantastic, descriptive plays, drives, whatever. And then the second half, he kind of turns into like a Mike Zimmer kind of type where it's like, how to run the ball, got to play conservative. And it's, I'm not going to say it's concerning because I do love Kevin O'Connell and I think he's a great coach, but also uh, Josh Dobbs. Uh, I feel like maybe not Josh Dobbs himself, but a player like Josh Dobbs could work very well in a Kevin O'Connell system. Uh, If you give him like a full off season, even if it's like a Michael Penix, if you draft somebody like that, he kind of reminds me of a Dobbs type. I think if you give him the full off season, he can, he can make it work a lot better than what it's been like with Kirk Cousins or obviously Dobbs himself. So uh, before I go off, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to my dad uh, over here in New Jersey for for converting me into a Vikings fan. Uh, I know there's not a lot of them out here, but I'm, I'm representing strong over here on the East Coast. Awesome, man. All right, thank you, Sean, thanks for coming thank on. You. Appreciate you. Um, I think like if, if you're this is the thing that Judd's been talking about since the day that Josh Dobbs came on and, you know, wowed everyone in Atlanta. Dobbs is like a placeholder. Dobbs is like, 
Uh, you know, like you go into a department store. Dobbs is like the mannequin trying the new outfit that you may be like, should I, what do we think? Should we, you know, I, I think if, if a mobile quarterback who's pretty dynamic looks interesting in this offense, it then probably piques your interest for other mobile, like the Michael Penix example that was brought up, right? I don't think it means $40 million a year for Josh Dobbs. Maybe it means that he's a bridge quarterback, but it's just, it's interesting to see a more, a more dynamic athlete in this offense. And now we get, you know, what month and a half, two more months of sample size to, to see what it looks like. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they, they can, that's the thing is, and when the decision at the, in the end is going to be made is do you want a pocket passer or a guy that can take you outside that? And Dobbs has done enough with um, O'Connell calling plays for him, I think to pique our curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, it's that simple. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going here. Vikings vent line, purple daily YouTube channel. All right. Let's go to uh gunner next year. What's up gunner. What's up guys. How are we doing? Gunner. What's up dude? Um, man, I just, you know, it's one of those games that just happens, but, this team is all about the run game. If the run game is not good and they're and they're turning over like they they have been, it's you see where it ends up for them. Sorry, I'm losing my voice a little bit yelling. Oh, you're today. good. Um, <laughs> but the passing's fine. The passing's going to get better when JJ's back. Defense looks great, but it's just when you're 25 yards in, you got to have a dominant run game because if you don't, you see that you just get backed up quick, and then you're relying on Josh Dobbs throwing it. And yes, he does great with his feet and whatnot, but you see like the Eagles Chiefs consistent run game that is just moves them down into the red zone and punches it in is what this team's lacking. And they have to fix it because they're going to get to the playoffs. This team's good enough to get to the playoffs and Josh Dobbs good enough to get them there. But if they want to make some kind of splash, they have to. Chandler's obviously the answer there. There's no question. And Madison keeps fumbling the ball. Don't get me started on that, but. Man, it's just they, they're they right there. And I think a, a consistent run game in the red zone is really going to put them over the top. But J.J.'s going to be back. We'll be fine. Defense is fine. Dobbs is great. Kevin O'Connell's amazing. I, I I hate how people trash him. I'm from San Diego. He's from San Diego. I got to give him love. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I got to say. Huge fans. Listen to you guys all the time. I'm one of the only fans in San Diego. My mom's from Minnesota, so got to give him nice. love. Big love to you guys, too. Awesome, kind of started man. watching you guys it. through the uh, end of Mike Zimmer's era, so that kind of gave me some healing. So, a little therapy. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Thank well, you, Gunner. Thanks, guys. appreciate the Gunner. the kind words there, Gunner. Yep. Let's keep keep the train moving here. All right. Let's let's Mike try Dino Zimmer. again. He's got a headset on. Dino, can you hear me now? I think I so. I think we got you now. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, I just want to say that you know, we pay how much for Kirk Cousins right now? Uh, do you, that's a complicated answer. Uh, they shoved $28 million in cap hit into 2024. Technically his cap hit was supposed to be $48 million. There's other answers that go along with that, but a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think Dobbs is just a little bit better. If not as good, he might not be the best, um, say pocket passer and he might not be as accurate as Kurt. But I think he more than makes up for it when you look at our offensive game the last two games. It really has been exciting to watch him. Yeah, we came up short tonight. And that's going to happen, you know, when you go on the road on a team that's on fire. 
you know? Yeah, so, no, Dino, man, thanks, thanks for coming man. in. You know, it's yeah, what? One game, one loss doesn't mean that now they're getting now we're now we're back on the tanking. And, you know, you you were good. In fact, if you were just like zoom out for a second and say, okay, so Cousins is going to go down. Uh, they're going to bring in Jaron Hall and Josh Dobbs, and you don't really know anything else that's going to happen other than they're going to go two and one in their next three games. Do you take it or do you gamble door number? I think all of us would have said, oh my god! Like if you're rooting for them to win and get yeah. to the playoffs. And the two wins are against the NFC team, so you keep that conference record intact, and you lose to the AFC team. Yeah, I, I, I thought the stumble was going to happen. Like, that's why I told you guys on picks. Like, the stumble is probably going to happen against Denver. You're going to come back next week. You get an extra day, right? You're playing on Monday Night Football against the Bears. Like That should be an easy win. You're going to go into the bye week. Like If you were going to stumble in the soft, soft, quote-unquote, part of your schedule, this Denver game was going to be it. It's just the way it played out as the loss is what I think confused me more by the end of it like going into this game i kind of thought if this they're going to drop one it's going to be this one but the process and the result of how they dropped it to me is like kind of screwed me up a little bit it's frustrating to watch the defense play that well and this team lose because mm-hmm. the defense had had a great game and it's frustrating to see the, the offense revert back with the turnovers to what we saw previously which we thought was cleaned up i think it's the eye test of the game that frustrates fans not the loss itself Mm -hmm. but i mean the defense it is a shame because the storyline in my opinion tomorrow would have been brian flores and this defense did it again yeah because they did denver too you know yeah i was obviously overconfident this week um outside of turnovers the game played out how i thought that they were gonna have a hard time scoring on the vikings defense Russ was going to check down all game and whatever. Of course, the Vikings turn the ball over at a ridiculous rate. But Denver muddies up outside of that 70 to 20 ridiculous game against Miami. There was another game early against the commanders that was kind of a shootout, 35-33. Every one of their games is, I mean, these scores are just insane. 19 to 8, 19 to 17, (laughs) 24 to 9, 24 to 22 against Buffalo last week. Like it's... one team always has 19 points or it's like a grind <laughs> to get like, first team to 20 wins the game. Like it was tonight. Basically. I will say this um, for all, all the games, the Vikings lost previously to Russell Wilson with the Seahawks. This Russ in, in my opinion, other than the last drive probably yeah. looks nothing like Russell Wilson. Collinsworth was do, doing the old, here's the guy oh, yeah, who's yeah, come yeah, back yeah. all, you know, so many times the Russ, we're going to see that Russ. And it's like, okay, the last drive he did, he did come back, but this is not that guy. No, Collinsworth was doing the same thing with Madison the whole night too. I know. Now you really see why they let a guy like Dalvin <laughs> yeah. Cook go. You were, you know, you really, I mean, this is a guy that just, yeah. he hits the whole, you know, it's like, what, what are you talking about, dude? Like what, literally one of the worst running backs in the NFL with with uh, a workload of that size. So, anyhow, all right, let's keep it rocking here. Vikings vent line, Purple Daily right, YouTube channel. Let's go to Isaiah next. What's up, Isaiah? Hey, fellas, can you hear me? Yeah, yep. man, we got you. All right, sounds good. Um, not really going to harp too much on the loss. Uh, just a matter of uh, beating the dead horse. Keep going to Madison for no reason. Uh, keep putting the ball on the turf or in the grass. Uh, it's, it's inexcusable as a professional running back. Um, I I don't know if he has something on KLC that KLC keeps putting him in, but hey, I'll take the chance of Chandler not picking up a blitzer, then Madison keep fumbling. 
But uh, love you guys. Love the show. Appreciate you having me on. Isaiah, Fantastic. thank you, man. Isaiah from uh, Pennsylvania, there. Good stuff. Eagles country. Let's keep let's keep moving here. Through does this? Can we go to Dante Skullpepper uh, next? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> let's do it. Dante Skullpepper. <laughs> hey, fellas. Hey, hey. How you doing? Roll on. <laughs> yeah. <Let's> roll on. <laughs> I love Dante. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, that's how I got duped into being a Vikings fan. My grandfather was like, "Hey." There's a quarterback that has your same name. I was like, really? <laughs> Count me in. I'll, I'll, I'll like him. And then after that, it's like, well, you need, I, already, I would say you're not a real fan unless you legally change your last name to Skullpepper, <laughs> though. Okay. And we need to see the paperwork. Yeah. I'll send it. I'll have lawyer Chase do it. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's a real, oh, wait, lawyer he's now. a real lawyer now. I got to be yeah, careful. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to pay those bills. <laughs> yeah. That retainer is going to be a little higher than it was two months ago. Yeah, man, but but um, just to make you quick, yo, I I started watching you guys' show maybe a few years ago. I remember it was the it was the Green Bay game where Kirk Cousins threw the interception in the end zone. I was like, I remember specifically because I was like, Kirk Cousins, come on, show the world who you are. Boom, interception in the end zone. Yeah, but I don't want to keep talking about him. The it's hard to to be upset. I mean, we were on a, we were on a five game win streak and we lost, you know, to a team that eventually someone's going to get them. Eventually this, this little fluke drive, you know, that they're on cause I can't stand Russell Wilson. I'm tired. I was, I was hoping, I was hoping that, we could all those seasons of us having to deal with the with that lime green Seahawks color jersey beating us, and we were like, all right, this is a washed up, Kurt, uh, this is a washed up Russell Wilson. Let's just go in and get a get an easy win, and that was my fault because I thought it was going to be an easy win. Me too. I thought. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they and they trick you, it, and it's it's so hard. It's so hard to start a like a tradition with this team because it's like, oh wow, they won two games in a row. When I wore this hat, I'm going to wear this hat for the third game. Boom, and they lose it. Oh wow, they won two games in a row, and I didn't shave my mustache, so I so I won't shave it. Boom, they it it's just. It's the yeah, most you can, you can say, thing. safely shave your whole face after that game. Dante, Dante Skull Pepper, thanks for coming on. <laughs> thank you, thank his, you. Have his role good on one. here on Vikings Vent Line. Denver, well, I mean, you could say this about the last three games. They just so they played Kansas City, Buffalo, and Minnesota in their last three, and they've they've won all three of those games. Now they get the Cleveland defense coming up. They go at Houston. And then they well, they go at the Chargers with probably a new head coach by that point, and then at Detroit. So they play three straight row games. Oh, I don't. Not, nothing that happened tonight makes me think that even though they've won four games in a row, that Denver is like a viable threat in the AFC. They're literally just dinking and dunking the ball down the field and praying yeah. for three turnovers. That's their entire game. Watching Russ is not fun. It no, used to be a brutal. lot of fun. It used to be a ton of fun. He he is the the aging, you know, Jamie Moyer Southpaw just throwing slop now. Yeah. And he know you can tell like his confidence is shook. Yeah. He's not he the, sa- the same. 
Mm-hmm. He always had, he was always been kind of a weird guy, but he yeah. he just looked a little different in Seattle. He had a swagger. Of, yeah. Oh, for he had sure. a cocky swagger and he's now shook. it and now it's sort of like, but I mean you're right, he's checking down constantly. Yep. Yep. All right, let's keep it rocking here. Vikings Vent Line, Purple Daily YouTube channel. A couple more left. We'll go to uh Noah next year. Hey Noah. How are we doing? How are we doing, guys? Hey man. Good. I appreciate you guys have, having me on. Uh first few points everyone's kind of hit on already. The obviously the fumbles. Can't happen. I'll go look at all of our losses. It's been the same thing. And then Madison, I get the he's not as good as Chan, he's not as good as Chandler. We all know that. It's been talked about in this show plenty of times. Although I will say, go watch Ty Chandler on the passing place. He can't block. He got ran over countless times tonight in pass protection. He can't do that. Uh, next thing, KOC getting a little cute there on the first drive with with the toss to Dobbs. I don't. I don't know if that's who if who we want to go to there, along with taking putting your QB in a opportunity to get smoked like that. That, that could have been one of multiple calls. I thought should have been fifteen yarders. Uh, next, the oh, defense yeah. balled again tonight. Balled again tonight. Besides the P Ryan dump downs at the end, I don't know what was going on there. We had nobody. Nobody guarded him. Uh, pay Flores whatever we got to pay him to keep him here. Like you guys have talked about, we've seen there's no salary cap on coaches. Let's pay him, keep him there. And um, I think one of my last points, I'll keep it brief. Where were the deep balls tonight? I know we got Sertan out there. They have some solid DBs. But let's give Addison a chance, somebody on, on a deep ball. I don't I don't know where those have been. Like, Kirk, obviously, you guys said Kirk might lead us down for a field goal there. But is he making some of those other play dobs is? I don't, I don't know about that. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the pie chart this week. I think that should that should be an interesting one. Had a few sur- had a few surly before I die tonight. They might need to start making those in 24 packs. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, talk, put a good I'll word talk to in. my friends at surly about that. Let let them yeah. know that 12 might not be enough for these games anymore. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, shout out shout out my dad. He made me a Vikes fan. I grew up in Wisconsin, so all cheesehead friends. So mm, been, yeah. been battling been battling since I was a, a youngin. Noah, thanks for coming on. Fight a good fight. We'll put a good word in for sure. Hey, before we get to uh, Chandler here to wrap this thing, Judd, let's tell the audience, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up here. A lot of people say, I'll change my life in January. What if you did it now? What if you started a month and a half before everyone else's? Then then guess what? You're going to look like Sports Dad did. Now, this is a couple of years ago, dropped uh, 40 pounds thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you start today, first of all, there's an offer on the table. And second of all, then by the time January 1st hits, you are going to have lost significant weight. And again, there's no there's no better time than right now to start your doctor-recommended program. Join today and save up to 50% off with Livia's pre-Black Friday offer. You can lose up to 10 pounds in your first two weeks. And how about this? Up to 20 pounds by January 1st. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or go to Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. Again, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, and save up to 50% off. That is the offer on the table for you to feel good and look great. Boom. All right, let's go to Chandler here to wrap things up on Vikings Ventline. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Chandler. Oh, he's got the Astro Dobbs stocking cap on. He's <laughs> he's ready to rock. I, I appreciate that. I had to represent the astronaut here. Uh, I just left the game. I lost my voice, so I apologize for that. Um, appreciate you guys letting me get on. Um, 
first and foremost, I just, it was, that was a tough loss. Um, shout out to the Purple Nation. There, there had to be at least 30,000 Vikings fans. They announced that there was over 70,000 attendance. Wow. Purple showed up in Denver tonight. Uh, I made the trek from Phoenix, Arizona, so that was a long drive. <laughs> wow. Um, so, but are you dri- I- are you driving like to a hotel, or are you driving back to Phoenix right now? Just- no, I'm I'm in a I'm in a car with my my wife's uncle who's uh, who lives in Denver, so we're back okay. to, back to the hotel right now. Nice. But, yeah, that was what a tough loss to lose like that. I think we are a lot more aggressive in the first half. Um, Brian Flores' defense kind of I don't I wouldn't say they just weren't aggressive enough in the second, but they kind of just vanished. I didn't see a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson like we did in the first half. And um, like you guys were saying, Ty Chandler is he's he's the answer for running back. I mean, yikes! But uh, before I before I let you guys go, I appreciate everything you guys do. I've been watching you for several years, uh, first time caller in, um, so I appreciate all that you guys do. I uh, had had my uncle Ben try some surly tonight. Found some surly wow. in Denver, so. Nice. We'll, so uh, appreciate you guys, Skull Vikes, and uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. And I uh, awesome, man. Out to my grandfather Lowell Larson. Um, I was born in Arizona, but my family's all from Minnesota. So Elbow Lake, Minnesota. Shout out to Elbow Lake and my grandfather Lowell Larson, who passed away this last year. Awesome, man. Hey Chandler, thank you. Thanks for the kind words, and glad you had a good time, even though the Vikings lost. And safe travels to you, our friend. I appreciate that. And uh, you know, we had to lose one at some point. So <laughs> let's go beat the Bears. Yep. <laughs> All right. There he is. Chandler. Yeah. Back to back. You get the back to back prime times against the Bears on Monday night. Extra mm-hmm. day of, of rest. The Bears lost a brutal one. Yeah, man. They probably, they, they're probably fine with it as a franchise. I think Eberflus might. They were up uh, by 12, right? Yeah. With not that much time with left. Like, yeah. They completely melted down and blew it. But yeah. The Dan K, if you guys get a chance, the Dan Campbell post game locker room speech is quintessential dan campbell yeah it's pretty good it, it's dude it's dan campbell and kevin o'connell for like the locker room speech championship belt this season i feel like and Ooh. last year they're just like back and forth dan's yeah. had a few more times to practice this year than kevin has kevin had yeah. him last year it's interesting because they're both such different persuaders right like dan campbell's in your face and he's going to tower over you and also yes. call you out where KOC is more of, I mean, he's abrasive, but it's more of a build you up, right? It's more of, I believe in you and you're my guy. It's, it's two completely different like boxers in the ring that are doing I their, mean, their speeches. Dan Campbell is an, is an, I believe in you guy too. He just looks different yeah. than KOC. I think he's the message kind of coming from two guys who look that different. I think is, I'd give the IQ uh, points to Kevin <laughs> <laughs> and the I'll beat your ass points yeah. to Dan Campbell. That's a good, that's one. fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dan takes it to that next level. Like, we're going to murder their families. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. oh, dude, well, calm down. He said his yeah. first press conference, right? We're going to get knocked their down. Kneecaps. We're gonna their kneecaps. Take their children. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. We drink the blood of the <laughs> no, opponents. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> calm down. You're scaring oh, me. Oh, man. Well, all right. We're going to we're gonna shut her down here for the night. That's been your therapy session on Vikings Ventline. Tomorrow morning. At 9 a.m. Central Time, we will go live with our hottest Vikings takes. Judd is the pie chart chef, right? You're slicing and dicing. Yeah, pie chart I, to blame. it was almost done until the fateful Broncos drive. Oh, you had the praise. Oh, you had the pie oh, chart. Oh, I had a lot done. of praise. Oh, yeah, and I had a lot of praise. You had it in the around. oven. It was already done. Mm. You had everything done. There were done, a lot of people go who were getting the waste. 
I'm going to tell you the top. I, I hadn't assigned the pieces yet, but the top piece was going to Brian Flores. Wow, what a waste! I was a hell he might have gotten a he might have got a game ball tonight. You know, KOC if they win that game. Does he does he do the unprecedented thing and give a coach a game ball for the first time? We'll I'm just telling know. you. I'm telling you when you can I, I mean the Broncos I think I think all three of the turnovers the Vikings committed the Broncos got short fields, right? I think all that's three correct. Of them. Yeah, I got I And got they the had drives up here. And they had 9 points. So Vikings fumble right away. Broncos get the ball at the 34-yard line. Plus territory, sudden mm-hmm. change, sudden change. Yeah, sudden and then, change. Uh, where where was the interception? That was in the second quarter. No, it was in the uh, third, third third quarter, quarter right? Third yeah, quarter. Third. So the interception happened. Oh my god! At the that ball went to the nine yard line. That ball and goes that, inside the ten. Yeah, and I think Ty Chandler actually made made that tackle. Ty Chandler was going to get a big piece of pie as well. Ty Chandler did a lot of things well tonight. The yes. second, yeah, the second fumble. The Vikings got into Denver territory and then, but, okay. but still like, even though like Denver, now Denver gets the ball starting at the 34 instead of, yeah. you know, somewhere further back. So anyway, Brian Flores, little... you were going to get a big chunk of pie. And now, unfortunately well, I had to throw it in the back. We'll never know what that percentage I threw it out was. The door. That pie is now, it's now in my yard. <laughs> I just tossed it. I was so upset. Okay. Tossed it right out. <laughs> Tossed it right out the door. Right. I took good. that pie and I I heaved it. Uh, the Rock knows how you feel about pie. And yeah, with right. that, we're gonna say goodbye here on Vikings Ventline Purple Daily YouTube channel. Everything's fine. They're still they're fine. They're in playoff position right now. They got the Bears coming up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everything's fine. Get your pasture knot. Get your. Uh, yeah. We got new designs at scorenorth.com/shop. Scorenorth.com/shop shop if you want your new pasture not designs so all right we will we'll hold all of our other takes for tomorrow morning join us we'll have uh, hopefully a trenches episode tomorrow as well so thank you guys for hanging out with us here during this therapy session on vikings vent line